good everybody what's good everybody this is fish and grits i'm the one of the hosts hot boy your favorite baby daddy yes and this is terry we here with fish and grits y'all we here to discuss roles and relationships that's what i'm talking about yes yes um so we just want to give a little brief introduction um um first we want to say Due to the virus, um, of course, we couldn't have all of our guests, and we're missing one of our hosts. But um, and then another one is running late, so you know, curfew, virus, all this stuff. Um, so that's why we're a little delayed. Um, but we do want to make sure we come on and have this discussion with you guys about roles and relationships. Word, 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 word. Soon as um, Desiree's son's not going to be here tonight, and Kimmy says is not going to be here tonight. So we're waiting on Antoine Flack to come through the door. So once Antoine Flack comes through the door, we can get everything situated. But <clears throat> just in case y'all don't know who we are, I'm Wendell Gibson, a.k.a. Hot Boy, your favorite baby daddy. I own the barbershop on Two Nights Road down by, um, what is it? What's the name of the place? <laughs> R&B Grill? Yeah, no, not R&B Grill. Other one. Damn. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> two Notch Bar and Grill. Good Lord. Hey. I'm next to Two Notch Bar and Grill, 2317 Two Notch Road, Suite A3 in the McGraw Plaza. And married. Father of five, six, stepson, kids. I got, well, it's got grandbabies, nephews, nieces. Hey, y'all, what's going on? Just right now, just rambling right now until we get everything situated. So I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to have this conversation. Yes, 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 yes. So um, how was your weekend? The weekend was terrible. <laughs> we locked down like we done did some crime or something. We locked <laughs> in the house, can't go nowhere. Kids eating up everything. Man, listen, it's rough around these parts. I'm ready to go back to work, baby. Yeah. I can't take this no more. This This weekend is dead. Can't do nothing. All you do is sit around eating, getting fat. See my little pudge. <laughs> I'm getting fat, man. I can't, I can't be doing that. Exactly, exactly. How was your weekend? Um, up in the house, up in the house, working, cleaning. There's only but so much cleaning and and stuff you can do in the house. Um, grocery bill, of course, don't went up. DJ eating like fifty men. Lord Jesus. Um, I can only imagine. <laughs> exactly. So you only got. One in the household, I got, well, two and a half, three. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my daughter come over, so it'll be like four in the household at one time. All they do is eat <laughs> all day, every day. I'm like, yo, go sit down, go to sleep, do something, take a nap. Right. Running out the refrigerator, but that's kids. That's what kids do. They, they bored, so they got to find something to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But 
we definitely want to hit this conversation. We want y'all on Facebook and on Instagram. Definitely chime in once we start with the conversation on your thoughts, your feedback on roles in relationships. And one of the things we want to do is the point of Fish and Grits. We're trying to get people talking, having conversations. Um, very simple. You know, um, we have steered away from everybody on their phones, everybody texting, um, everything's on social media. Nobody's having conversations. So the point of Fish and Grits is to get the community talking again. Um, there's nothing like having one-on-one conversations with people versus a, a, a text message on the phone that's so just impersonal. Um, so this is the point of Fish and Grits is uh, bringing different topics, different people, us coming in and talking, sharing our thoughts and views, and just keep in mind with this Fish and Grits, everything is our opinion. Um, you know, everybody got an opinion. Yeah, so please don't take nothing I say personal. <laughs> it's just my opinion. Right. And sometimes I might crack a couple jokes here and there, but it's just my opinion. So please don't take nothing I say serious. For the most part. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we just ask that everybody be respectful, um, of course, because you have to be able to listen and respect other people's opinions. Um, and that's that's one of the things about communication. So um, we're just going to give a little bit about ourselves um, until Flat gets here. We'll start in that conversation on roles and relations. Okay. Well, um, I'm trying to see how we're going to start this. I'm going to go ahead and ask the question to the audience. And when Flack get in, he can chime in on the back end. Mm -hmm. First question I got is, in a relationship, should the man be responsible for the mandatory or the bills? Ah. Or should it be 50-50? Now, me growing up, I didn't really have a father figure in my life growing up, but I watched my uncles, Uncle Johnny and my Uncle Solomon, no, take care of their households, and they was the. They took care of everything in the household, so take care of all the bills, all the vehicles, things like that. And my aunts, you know what I'm saying, took care of the kids and made sure you know, food was cooked, blase this, blase that. So we're gonna ask y'all, what do y'all think about that? Should a man be responsible for the majority of the financial burden, or should it be fifty fifty? What you think? Well, personally me, I grew up with my mother and my father um, being married, and my dad basically took care of all the bills. Um, and my mother, she still worked, um, but the financial burden wasn't on her. So for me, the traditional household is what I'm used to. Not only the traditional household, but the man leading his family and being able to guide and take care of his family. True, true, true. Because nowadays, I be hearing couples say, we split everything down the middle. I'm like, <laughs> I'll split everything down the middle. This must be that 2020, 19, 18 foolishness <laughs> y'all got going on. Because the way I grew up, we didn't do things like that. You know what I'm saying? The man was the head of the household. So when the man's the head of the household, you know what I'm saying, it's certain things that a man's supposed to do and a man's supposed to take care of. But... These days, everybody doing 50-50. I don't agree with the 50-50 thing, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, because that's not the way I was raised. But, you know, each his own. Y'all do what y'all do, but I'm, I don't feel 50-50 is a good thing to do. 
me personally. But so so if you handling all the household bills and you have a woman who is working, where does her um financial aspect come in play? Okay, for example, <clears throat> like in my household, I take care of the mortgage, I take care of the um internet, and I take care of food. She takes care of the light and took care of the light bill and she take care of the water. But the kids is there. So she makes sure the kids are straight too. So we don't have to want for anything in our household because I take care of the grunt of the bills and she back me up if I need it. You know what I'm saying? So as a man, you know what I'm saying, we're supposed to take the heavy load as a man. But these days, some cats don't even think that. They're supposed to take the heavy load. They think they're supposed to do, like I say, split it down the middle. Or if the woman make more money than he making, then she should be taking care of responsibility of paying the majority of the bills. That's not a man, bro. You know what I mean? That's not being a man. That's being like a child. I, I call them shoe scraying niggas. You know what I'm saying? People are like, what's a shoe scraying nigga? You know what I'm saying? You know you got a child and you got the guy dog on tie shoes and put his clothes on, do everything for him because he can't do nothing for himself. That's a shoe scraying ass nigga. So I call them shoe scraying ass niggas because they can't do nothing for themselves. So a man's supposed to stand up, be a man of their household. You know what I'm saying? Take care of the burdens. The woman should have to worry about anything financially. That's just my opinion. Some men don't do that. Some men got dog on lay back, sit around the house all day, play PlayStation, smoke weed, drink. Not knocking nobody hustle, but that's not being a man, bro. For right. real, for real, for real. That's not being a man. You're supposed to lead by example, not sit back and let somebody take care of you. But that's just me once again. This my opinion, so don't get mad at me <laughs> for voicing my opinion. You know what I mean? So that's what most of these cats got going on now. Okay, they're saying that they can't hear. Uh, just one moment here. Let me adjust it here since y'all can't hear. Were they on Facebook or? Uh huh, on Facebook. Can y'all hear me on um, Instagram? You got it now? Yeah, we got it. And I see we got some feedback here where they think the man should be the head of the household. Okay, okay. Of course. Like, I don't know <clears throat> what this new generation got going on, but, you know, where I come from, I'm from Hopkins. I'm from Hopkins, South Carolina, born and raised, country to the bone gristle. And that's all we know, you know what I'm saying, is making sure our people are situated. Like, I hear a lot of girls saying, you need to get you a country dude. You need to get you a country dude. Yeah, some country dudes, is, you know, they they raised right and they – they do the right things now. Like with every guy dog on bushes, you might get one bad apple in the bushes now. No. So don't go quote me and say, Absolutely. hot boy told me that I can go out here and find me a good man down in the country. No, that's not what I said. I said there are some good men in the country. You can find you one. But, you know, every now and again, you might run up on a, um, a raggedy nigga down there in the country. I ain't going to say no names, but there's some raggedy niggas everywhere. Okay, so we got, um, <clears throat> we got uh, Mr. Fair who he says, I think a man should be the head, and that's how it is um, and was in his household when he was raised. Now, if finances are off and that can't be done, then bills should be split. 
Okay, so that makes sense. If, if, if someone got laid off from work or if the man got laid off from work and the woman is still working, yes, absolutely. I agree with you in that situation where, you know, the man should be the head of the household and he should handle the financial burden. But, for instance, when you get ready for vacations and you have a woman that works, that's when her money come in. You know, the family vacations, groceries, things of that nature. Um, but I absolutely agree with you, Fair. Well, fair. I got something to that too. Like in my household, this is how we do it. If, say, for instance, I get laid off. So if I get laid off, she should be able to handle all the bills by herself in our household. If I get laid off, or if you get laid off, she should be able to handle all the bills by herself. You feel me? So you shouldn't be in a situation where y'all both living check to check and y'all barely making it. You should be able to be situated where at least one of y'all can maintain just in case one of y'all gets sick, you know, stuff happens when y'all get sick, car accident, whatever's going on. One of y'all should be able to hold down all the bills until the other one get back on their feet. So that's my opinion on that. You know what I'm saying? So it goes, it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? It goes both ways with, um, relationship like that. So I agree, but where I'm from, the man's supposed to be the head of the household. I agree. Now, this is where the issues come in that I see a lot of brothers. When the woman make more money than the men, do the man fall back and let the woman become the head of the household? I don't think so, but most women don't think that if she make more money than the dude make, then she should be the head of the household. She should make all the decisions. And like I said, country boys like me, I don't think like that. I think that the man always should be the head of the household regardless of who make the money if y'all come to that decision and that conclusion. That comes from conversation, though, when y'all first, when y'all first meet. Like, Absolutely. My thing is when y'all first meet in a relationship, people don't sit down and, like you said, have conversations no more. They just jump into a relationship. And when they jump into a relationship, you blind. You go in the relationship blind. You don't know if her feet stink. You don't know if got dog on. You know what I'm saying? She sleep with a dog on with a bonnet on her head. You don't know nothing. All you see is this old pretty girl or this handsome dude you done met. And then y'all start living together. You be like, oh, I don't like this dude. Something wrong with this nigga. She look crazy. She look <laughs> off. Because y'all ain't had a conversation. Right. You need to go at the beginning. You sit down like, listen, these are things on my, on my list. I do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Can you deal with A, B, C, D, E, F, G? And if she said, well, I can deal with A, B, and C, but I can't deal with D and F and all this other stuff, y'all had to come to a compromise to figure out what she can or what he can and can't deal with before y'all jump into a relationship. Like, Cash is jumping in relationships now because she look good. He look good. Oh, they lonely. He got a nice body. He got a nice car. Okay, he might have a nice body, nice car, got a little money in his pocket, but you know, nigga could be delusional. Nigga could be crazy. It'll be a little off and deranged. Mm-hmm. So, you know, y'all need to have a conversation with these dudes before y'all jump into a relationship. And fellas need to do the same thing. Have a conversation with her before you jump into a relationship with her. Put everything on the table. Then you put everything on the table, boom. It's on and popping. Then then you can say, okay, I know what she wants. I know what he wants. Now we can come to a happy meeting and be in a relationship together. Well, going back to the woman making more money, and I think today that's where – I always say y'all wanted these independent women. Y'all wanted independent women. Y'all wanted these independent women. But now that women are more financially independent, more emotionally independent, um, 
you know, they're doing things and handling their own. Yeah, <clears throat> but they're also coming with that attitude when they emotionally independent and financially independent. Like, you got to be on my level. You got to do this. You got to do that. And a lot of women come with a bunch of attitude and a bunch of baggage on stuff that we don't have nothing to do with. Like, say, for instance, you make $100,000, mm-hmm. and then I make $25,000. But I'm a good dude, and I bring more to the table than just money. You, you probably wouldn't even date me because I don't make the same money you make. And a lot of women think like that because he don't make the same amount of money that I make. He's not on my level, so I don't want to date him. But you don't know you could miss your blessing. True. Or you could be doing this. The dude could have potential. Excuse me, could have potential. And if he got potential, how you know you can't got doggone uplift this man? What is the potential you see in like, people don't take that in consideration neither. All they want to do is, I make the most money. I'm not going to bow down to get no nigga that make no money less than me. What? What are you? Really? Well, we have Miss Fair. And I do apologize, Miss Fair. Miss Fair is a <coughs> lady. And I said, I said this was a, a gentleman, but this is a lady. Hey, Miss Fair. <laughs> and she says, no, she shouldn't. But she should help him. And the man is still the head. I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Oh, no. Look what the wind blow no, in. I know. Look oh, it, look it, look it, look what it. time it is? Come on in. Oh, seven. Get on the mic. Antoine Flack just walked through the no, no, door. Right here, no, right you here, get right baby. there on that microphone, brother. He just walked through the door. Right here. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hey, come on in and introduce yourself. My apologies for being late. This is Mr. Flack, Mr. better known as Mr. Raspberry Letter. How y'all doing? <laughs> we doing good, man. We doing Thanks good. You came in on the back end. I'm sorry, I apologize. We we started off with um simple topic. Um topic was should the man be responsible for the majority of the financial burden? First thing I want to say is congratulations on your podcast, man. I appreciate being the first host. This will be history. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. And, appreciate um, that. And my memory short term people. What's the question? <laughs> oh man. Here we go. <clears throat> uh the first question was we got a couple of people responsible already, but um yeah. Should the man be responsible for the majority of the financial burden? That's a question that's played man kind for years. Um, Even if the woman makes more money, right? Should um, the man carry the financial burden in the relationship? I feel it's a case by case basis because we obviously know people that you know agree with that and don't agree with that. Um, I'm going to say in my household when I was married, um, I carried the financial load, but that had nothing to do with you know. Uh, this is what a man's supposed to do. It was just, it just, it was just, it just felt natural to me, like it's mm-hmm. supposed to, you know. Mm-hmm. When you talk about protecting, providing, it's kind of hard doing that, you know. When she's paying your bills, you know. True. <laughs> true indeed. True indeed. Okay. Okay. And the next question was, I say, is it the role of the woman to be submissive in a relationship, and is it the role of a man to be aggressive? That so word. so first, yeah, with submissive, mm-hmm. we gotta re we gotta redefine submissive because I think a lot of people misinterpret that word altogether. They think like bowing down or taking command and things of that nature, and I I really don't believe that's what the word means. It just means allowing him to make decisions for the family and making the right decisions. But it's still ultimately you all as a team making those choices together. It's a fact, it's a give and take, it's a balance. And a woman that, you know, as a man, you shouldn't have to tell a woman or your woman, hey, you need to submit to me. 
it's one of those things that should come natural as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, with her uh, understanding her role and trusting in you. She got to have the ultimate confidence in you. And as a man, she's not supposed to just give you that. You're supposed to show it. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, you know, once you get married, you know, once y'all dating and you ask for her hand in marriage, that's the that's the small print that we forget about, you know. I, you know, that's a small print I forgot about in my marriage, you know. So uh, there's more to it than just paying bills and such and such. But she got to have the ultimate confidence in you to lead her, especially if she has kids or especially if y'all have kids together. There's certain things as men we're supposed to do and certain things we're not supposed to do. And what I find nowadays is we do a lot of things we're not supposed to do as far as uh, making choices and decisions to um, better our families. Cause uh, I know <clears throat> a lot of men I know personally, they hate a woman that real aggressive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Everywhere she goes, she's hollering and yelling and fussing about something. You know, a lot of men don't like all that aggression but I don't in a think... woman. We we look at our women as I want to put this the wrong way, but we look at our women as you know what I'm saying, like fragile, soft, soft. soft yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> so when you when you come you come to us. You know what I'm saying? With all this aggression, hollering and fussing, and we look at you like, yo, what's the problem? What's, what's going on? <laughs> so now it's kind of like we kind of back off a little bit trying to figure out like what's really going on, especially in the beginning of a relationship because that'll turn off. In the beginning of a relationship, that'll turn a man completely off, and he'll bow out and like, you know what? I ain't built for this one. This is, she a little bit too rough for me, so I'll ease off this relationship, and they'll go away because she too aggressive. Like I like me personally. I don't like an aggressive woman, but I don't like a pushover. You feel right. me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you Balance. a pushover, yo, we ain't going to make it because yeah. I know I can do any and everything, and you ain't going to say nothing. But I need somebody to tell me, all right, nigga, you, you fucking up. Yeah. You need, to, you need to tighten up. You know, you can't be doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, I have to have a woman that's not necessarily aggressive, but I know how far I can take it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think sometimes, too, men take opinion as aggression. Mm. So I can be able to voice <clears throat> my opinion. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I should be able to <clears throat> voice my opinion and not come off aggressive and we still communicate and talk about it. But see, this is thing, something that women got to understand. It ain't what you say, it's how you say it. Talk to Absolutely. So when you got doggone talking to me and you you having a conversation, we having like a nice verbal, everybody calm conversation, I can hear you better than you hollering at me. Once you start hollering at me, I don't hear nothing you say no more. It's over with. You're like I'm Chill like, out. oh, yeah, it's, it's a wrap. I'm not trying to hear nothing you're talking about because you're hollering at me. You're not going to be hollering at me. But if you come to me and like, yo, this is what's going on. That's what's going on. I don't like this. I don't like that. Blige of this, blige of that. Now, you're talking to me in a calm manner. Mm-hmm. I can listen better. Okay, I got you. I understand where you're coming from. Now we can sit down and fix whatever the problem is. But you come through the door, slamming doors, kicking over furniture, hollering, <laughs> ready to fight. Hold on, sister. You gonna bump your head? Who are you talking to? You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I say. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Right. That that makes a man. You know what I'm saying? Buck up at you because usually men don't really buck up until you holler at them or disrespect them in some type of way. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So once we feel disrespected, now we feel the guy dog will be aggressive too. So now both of y'all in there arguing and fussing about something that's probably small and minute mm-hmm. that ain't even got to be be all about that. So it's like I said, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. It's the feedback both ways. Right. You got to cut your volume down because you put the <coughs> feedback in your volume. Yeah. They'll still be able to hear you. What you think, Miss um, 
So again, back to what I was saying, because I have seen now, one of the things that has been confusing me is men are getting married now and taking on their woman's last name. Ain't no way in the world. (laughs) So this is one of the things, this is why we here to have this conversation because I have actually talked to women who have gotten married and their husband has taken on their last name. So the roles to me have completely reversed where women are wearing the pants in their relationship. Not only are women wearing the pants in their relationships, but the men are taking on their last name. Like we out here, we hustling, we making money too, just like you all are now. Mm-hmm. So we is so at this point, it ain't right back in the day when women needed men. So now it kind of looks like, well, what you bring it to the table. You see what I'm saying? Before y'all had, and y'all still do have the option of picking y'all women. But now women have more options. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because we could pay our own bills. We could make our own way. We don't need you financially. But at the same time, we still want companionship. We still want to get married. We still want to have kids and things of that nature. So it's a matter of finding that balance. Let's talk about uh, the elephant in the room. Let's, let's talk about feminism. Let's talk about women's rights and where they came into play at with the the shift in men leading mm-hmm. and, and women feeling women feeling like they are, you know, the breadwinners and this, that, and the third. I think that caused a confusion. Like, I think there was a system in play where men, you know, they found who they, well, first of all, you know, back in the day it was, you know, this is who you're going to marry. You're going to, we deal with this family. This is who we're going to marry. Mm-hmm. Then it became... Uh, okay, the man, he's the breadwinner. He sees somebody he wants to marry. He marries her. She's there. Then it became a thing where it's like women, you know, hey, I don't I don't need to be in his shadow. You know what I'm saying? But the trade-off was this uh, uh, aggressive woman. The trade-off <laughs> was uh, men, you know, not to say men are, well, yeah, weak men. It's, kind of, it's, it's weak men. I can, I can say that. It's weak men. There yes, are a lot of weak men out here. Weak men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of weak men. You know, Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you. I, um... I'm used to growing up in a household where my father did everything. When I say my mom was not a woman who had to worry about where her next roof was coming from, where her next vehicle was coming from, where her next meal. No, he took care of everything. And we grew up as kids where we always had the latest, greatest, everything. So my father was a provider. If your car needed fixed, even to this day, I am 43 years old. Even to this day, if I need my dad, he's the first one to come. So, and I think that's what has changed in this society is men are not the same. They don't know how to work on vehicles. They don't know how to... uh, Change a tire. Change a tire. Change your oil. Change your oil on your car. Like, you know, things have changed dramatically. But... I want to say this. You know why things have changed? I finna, I finna mix y'all mad with this one. I finna make y'all mad with this one. You know why things have changed? It falls on women. Y'all don't hold us by a higher standard. Y'all let us get away with murder. Y'all let these niggas lay on, lay on your got dog on couch. And while you go to work every day and give you your damn car so you can drive around town while you at work. Y'all doing this to us. So, listen. Hey, why the hell? Why the hell would you go out there and work if your old lady tell you, baby, you ain't got to work? Hold, you go home, stay around the house and just chill, uh, and I hold everything down. You doing it? So now, your daughter, 
watching you let this nigga lay around the damn house all day long. Y'all don't got them government assistance. Mm. And she watching like, damn, okay, mama let whoever lay on the goddamn couch all day long getting government assistance and surviving. She done pass it down to her daughter. Not her daughter doing it. Not her daughter doing it. So now you're looking at us like, well, if y'all step up, y'all enabling us to step up. Y'all need to, y'all need to put y'all foot down and say, listen, you can't be around this, around this motherfucker unless you do something. I guess what? He's going to get out and do something, or he's going to get out and never come back. And you find somebody in there who can do something and help you provide. But y'all so happy to have a goddamn nigga. Y'all sitting in there with the sorriest damn nigga walking around. So now he in there kicking, with the, kicking his feet up, chilling. Complaining about him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't shit. He ain't this. He don't do nothing, girl. All he do is lay around the house and watch TV all goddamn day. You ain't made him go do nothing. And I partially agree with that. You, I, you I, partially I partially agree. agree with that because there are a lot of women. And, too, you have to keep in mind, sometimes that come with just growing up. Because once you grow up and you become a woman, there are things you will not tolerate. And, and, and that's tolerating a man sleeping on your couch or staying in your house or dropping you off to work while he roam around in your car all day. When you a woman, you're not going to tolerate that. But listen, men only do what you, y'all allow us to do. Okay, ladies. So I see a lot of ladies turn, tuned in. So for all my ladies. Say something. Do y'all agree with what he's saying? That the men now basically are the way that they are now because we allow them to be that way. Basically. Okay. I watched a documentary a couple of months ago. And in the documentary, in like the 50s, 60s, and 70s, they was like, the women held the household down. The women <laughs> did everything. The men went out there and worked. But the women held the household down. Right. The women rolled the man back and rolled the man's feet and motivated him and bigged them up. Go out here and deal with these other people that treat you bad for your family. Right. You feel me? So you motivating us to go out there and do stuff. A woman can motivate a dude to fight King Kong. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all tripping. Y'all can motivate us to fight King Kong. There's a lot of dudes in jail right now or in the hospital in the graveyard Then got dog going to let a woman convince them to do some stuff they ain't had no business doing. So y'all convince us to fight King Kong, why can Mr. Mango get a job? Go to school. Get a hobby. Mm-hmm. Get a trade. Himself, yeah. Do something with itself. But no, y'all just happy to have a goddamn man around the house so y'all don't say <laughs> nothing to the nigga because you're scared he's going to leave. So? Yeah, it's not saying that uh, men don't have to have no kind of drive and, and women have to push. That's not, what, that's not you know, that, yeah. that's what I take you not saying. Because yeah. I you know some people, they'll, oh, so yeah. no accountability on the man, huh? You know, <laughs> not, not, that's not what's being said. Fair, what's being yeah. said is that, you know, there's a certain mindset a man has, uh, but you know, there's a, a a woman could put a battery in the man's back, you what know what you I'm saying? Talking about? To make you, I'm talking about have several hustles, you know what I'm saying? And and as opposed to arguing all day, that's what y'all spend your time doing. Y'all tearing each other apart. There's no growth. You're not going to, He's not going to want to do anything for you. He's tra- he's just trying to get away from you and stay out your way. And then that's when you have a problem. You know, you talk walking right. on eggshells in your own home. That's when you have a problem. Okay, okay. And I do agree with that, that a woman can be either a distractor or motivation. Mm. I agree with that. Um, so at some point, we do have to take responsibility. But... Sure. At the same time, though. Here we go with that butt. So, <laughs> here we yes, go. Yes, here we go with that butt. But at the same time, as a man, how do you feel comfortable 
sitting around laying on someone's couch or riding around in their car not getting your own because as a man, to me, as a man, you're going to want to be the provider. You're going to want to be able to take care of your family. There are so many men out here just making babies, not taking care of them. That's that growth thing you're talking about. It takes time. It, for, for some people, it's faster, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But this is where the times have changed. But see, I think this is a point, too. Okay. When you, wait, wait, wait. When you had your first kid? My first, I heard my first kid, I think I was 27. 27? Did that make you mature faster and make you want to do more for your kid? Or it, it didn't matter? Okay. Um, When I had my first kid, it was a little boy. Um, I slowed down a little bit. Not a whole lot, but I slowed down a little bit. Now, when I had my daughter, my whole mindset changed. Because now I'm raising a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see what let her see me treat women any kind of way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a daughter. So eventually, some dude gonna come up and treat my daughter the same way that I treated somebody else's mama, somebody aunt, whoever. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it kind of like, yo, let me get my stuff together because now I got a daughter and I want these dudes to do my daughter the way I'm out here doing. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's when I had my daughter when I started changing my mind and start getting myself halfway together. You know what I'm saying? But before then, Having a little boy, you know, you want your little boy to mirror you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So okay. your little boy is supposed to mirror you in every way possible. So I didn't really think about it like that. I was like, you know, it is what it is. I got a little boy. It's cool. I'm a dad. I'm going to do my little boy, but I ain't got to change too much. But when I had my daughter, my whole mindset changed. Like, why, oh, we, why we do that? Why, why do we do stuff like that? Bruh. It, you know, they say. It's, it's, you, I you think gotta, this is a part, a part of growth. You got a mama. You got a sister. You know, when you say certain there things. You, you got go. a mama and a sister. And a, there you go. You know, I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty yeah. That's true. I mean, that's like, what we do. do you, and that's true. Because if you see a man treating your mother or your sister like that, you're going to be ready to fight. That's a fact. That That is actually a fact. So no matter how old you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have a son. If he he's 17, if he sees somebody mistreating me, he's going to be ready to fight. Yeah. So why as men do we go out here and know. treat women this way? Listen, I think it's, um. oh, my goodness. How, I, how can I say this? As young men, we are here to do, divide and conquer. <laughs> that's, that's the word I'm using for. We are here to, growing up as a man, me, I didn't like saying to have a father, but I had a bunch of uncles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always tell me, you know, get your little girlfriend, you know, do this. They gave me, I ain't going to say the right information, they gave me all kind of information. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they were trying to teach me how to be a man. So they tried their best way. Then I got older, older cats that I grew up with, and them all chasing girls. So basically I learned from trial and error, watching okay. him do it, watching him do it, watching him do it. So I really didn't know. What I was doing, I didn't understand what I was doing until I got old oh. enough to see what the hell I was doing. And then you. once I got old enough to see it, then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. now I got it. But when I was young, you know, we just men just go with the flow when we young. Mm-hmm. We don't got doggone be thinking about nothing. We just living life yeah. day by day, one day at a time. Sure. So, do you think that men? The problem with men now is that they're growing up in fatherless households. Yes. Where the father is not there to show them how to be a man? Yes. Well, that's my my story. Okay. I don't know about your story. Th- that's my well, story. Well, I think it's, I think it's a, I'm going to answer, I'm going to do two yeah. parts. So I think it's a combination of 
you know, we could say you know, the fatherless household, but let's 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 be real. A lot of you know whether the father was there or not, it depends on what type of character, what kind of man he was. So he could have been there or not been there. But I feel like it's more to it than just a man not being there. Cause I'm gonna be honest, I was raised by you know I got you know, I got a stepfather, I got a father was in my life, but he really wasn't like he was in the house, but he wasn't really in my life. You know what I'm saying? Got you. you know my mom, my mom is my biggest supporter. She's my biggest you know she's my hero. You know. She mama raised she raised the hell of a man. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Like my mama, you know, she taught me the game. Like she like she's an entrepreneur too. She retired from the military. She's an entrepreneur. I, everything I do, learn, talk about, I talk I talk with my mom like this. My mama, gotcha. you know, I got a young mother. We grew up, you know, she had me at fourteen, you know what I'm saying? So she taught me the game and it's just like I don't I don't buy that that a woman can't re- can't raise, raise a man. man. Yeah, like, you know, true. You know, and, and you know, it's certain things, you know. No matter who your mom meets or who your mom is with, like like me, like a lot of women I done dated, I'm more men than they than they fathers. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel that way. Like talking to them, have a conversation. It's like it's not about him being in the household. It's it's like the stuff he learns. It's stuff like your father. The stuff your a lot of men can learn from that. A lot of men don't know these basic things. Like a woman don't walk on the side of the street. A woman don't you know these type of things because you know in the car first. I'm always thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Like. Not because I'm trying to set an impression, but it's in me. It's instilled with me. I was raised by a woman. So who better? If I if my life is like think about a man's life. You hustle, work, whatever you do, and you got a woman. Like those are the those, that's what you do. Or you're a father. Mm-hmm. Three things. You work, woman, kid. That's what we do. So naturally, you know, these are things we should know. But a lot of dudes, they got But it's kinda like they never been taught though. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And, and <clears throat> it don't make him a weak man. It don't make him He's not there yet. So, like, with me, a lot of things I had to learn through, um, what's the word, through going through hell. Like, I, yeah. like a lot of stuff that I learned, like, homeless, divorced. Like, I, I was I, div- I was homeless, divorced, and uh, without my kids, all in the same year. Mm. I had yeah. to change, though. Yeah. I had to change. I had no woman to even turn to to even look out for me because I done, I done dogged all of them. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, it was, bro, I had to... <laughs> I told Terry my story a while ago, but, like, I lost everything. And a lot of times what I do notice about a lot of men, it takes for them to lose everything mm-hmm. for them to get right. Mm-hmm. Or or they just find that, that woman that's not equal, to, but that woman that take a chance on him and she just give him up and he just become a, true, a true. different creature. You know what I'm saying? But that's from my experience. Right. So I do want to read one of the comments here on Uh-oh. Facebook. So we got Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. What's up, Rebecca? How are you? So Rebecca says that she thinks that is an unfair statement that a woman cannot raise a man. Um, some women have self-esteem issues and, yes, tolerate certain behaviors. Sometimes women feel that they can help change a man. And that is true. I don't think you can change a man, but you can motivate a man. Um, and she also says that's why they stay too long. Um, and then in the end, he's not ready for change. He leaves her. He left her with the short end of the stick. So women are attracted to a man's brokenness because they have similar hurts and they want to be there for him. And a lot of times, childhood situations play a major role in how we show up in relationships. I agree with that. So, I agree with that. So she's saying, basically, in a nutshell, she broken and he broken. No, no, and they no, no. Coming no. Together? She recognizes the broken oh. in him. 
But so, she said she broken too, though. No, she yeah. didn't say she was broken. She said she recognizes the broken in him. She recognize she's attracted to that man's brokenness, thinking she can fix him. Why y'all always want to fix somebody? Uh, look here. Well, what's not, what's, what's the deal with them. trying to fix somebody? Then blaming him when it don't work. Yeah, like <laughs> you you can't fix him. I, I feel like when you meet somebody and y'all y'all come together and you like, you know what? I like him. You know what I'm saying? I like everything about him. Mm-hmm. But he got this flaw. Okay. Do you still want to talk to him? Yeah, I still want to talk to him, but he got this flaw, but I'm still deal with him. Okay, then. You already accepted this flaw. Right. Ride right. with it. If it ain't, it ain't if it, he ain't a murderer, rapist, or nobody like that, ride with the little flaw. He might have a, a, a little minor flaw. You like him for everything else. What is it, the 80-20 rule? You seen on yeah. Tyler Perry? 80-20 rule. You know what I'm saying? Like what? the 80-20 rule? What they get us with time. that 20 every time. Listen. So <laughs> no, y'all got, fall for that 20 every time. <laughs> listen. So if he got 80% of good qualities going on with himself, and he got 20% of bad qualities, but it ain't no bad qualities that you know you can't you know can't get over, what you fussing for? Well, but see, at the same time, though, women have to know themselves. Because when you know yourself, you already know what you're willing to deal with and what you're not willing to deal with off the bat. So when you come into the relationship and they already have signs of things that you know you're not willing to tolerate, why stick it out? Let him go on about his merry way. Because there is always, I'm a true believer that there is someone for everyone. Okay, like you said, elephant in the room. I'm going to tell you why a lot of y'all sticking in there. Uh-oh. You know, I'm going to get grimy. You know, I don't mind getting grimy. Listen. <laughs> they already hate you. The reason why a lot of women, men do it too, stick in a relationship longer than they're supposed to, because the sex be so amazing. When that sex good, you will tolerate some stuff for six months <laughs> to a year, a long period of time, because the sex so good. And then after the guy dog after you finish having sex, y'all bored with each other. Now you want to get rid of them. Why is that? That's my question. Why y'all do that? Uh, I, I think there's a comfort level, too. People get comfortable. Yeah. They don't like change. A lot of people don't like change. That's mm-hmm. part of the problem, too. We, we'll tolerate and deal, not just the sex, but you're comfortable. You're comfortable with him. You're, he's used to you. You're used to him. So you still sorry? It's not niggas? an excuse. So you still a nigga that, not going to work every day? That's what women are doing. Not providing. That's what women are doing. So you adapted to... So y'all, you adapted to being with a sorry dude. Well, you know you deserve better. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And they know, and they will know they need and deserve better. That's the thing about it. But it's a matter of, how I look at it is that woman has to be fed up. Because most of the time, you can talk to your home. Me and my homegirls, we talk all the time. But until she get tired of that sorry nigga, there's nothing that I can say to her that's going to make her or convince her to leave that sorry nigga alone. Or that sorry dude, man, whatever. She has to be tired. She has to be fed up. And sometimes that comes with the comfort. She's comfortable with him, and she don't want to start over. So you don't waste 10 years of comfortability say, with somebody. Bro, they don't waste it. Tyrone in the background. Tyrone doing everything <laughs> you're supposed to do. Let's be wrong. Let's, 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 let's be clear. Wow. Tyrone handling that. Huh? As soon as you're back home to your man that's on the couch. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what he's doing. So Rebecca also says, oh, here we go. Rebecca on they that get physical too fast without really knowing the individual. I agree, Rebecca. I absolutely Hold agree. On. I like Hold this. On. I absolutely. Hold on, Rebecca. I'm going to ask you a question. I hope you're listening. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
How long does you determine y'all get physical? Yeah, is it 30 right. days? Is it 60? Is it 90? Is it 180? Because <laughs> what I'm finna say is, peep this. You done deal with a dude for six months. Y'all six months in a relationship. Y'all chilling. Y'all ain't never had sex. You like him. Everything cool. You get in there, he don't know what the hell he doing. <laughs> so now you be like, oh, hell no. I got to go. You might give him a second time or third time, but he just ain't cutting the mustard. He ain't doing what he's supposed to do. Now, six months in a relationship, you done been with this dude. You chilling. You done met his family. You done met your family, the kids, everything. But now, his sex terrible. What you going to do then, Rebecca? <laughs> what you going to do then, Rebecca? You going to stay? You going to work it out? Or you going to leave? I want to hear the truth, Rebecca. Don't tell me no lie. Don't you tell me no lie. Don't you tell me no lie. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I know, right? I plead the fifth. Mm-hmm. You answer that question. Since Rebecca taking it too long to type back, <laughs> you answer the question. How would you handle that? And be honest. Well, I'm going to be out. Okay. I'm going to be out. I, I, at this point in my life, and like I said, that's why I say it come with growth. Um, and knowing who you are as a person. But he a good dude. He's wonderful if, with the kids. It don't matter. He but take her to the all, zoo. No, 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 no. He pays bills. All, no, no, no. Because I don't he bring He rub people, your feet. Wait. <laughs> I don't bring people around my kids, first of all, until I'm comfortable with them. I don't care how old they are. If I'm not comfortable with them, I'm, he will never meet my family. Ever. Ever. Period. First of all. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I'm... I'm I'm a communicator, so I like to talk. And the first sign of something that I don't like, I and, and I know that's something that I should be working on, because the first sign of a lie, the first sign that he's just not compatible to me, or I'll I be out. I'll be out. So if it's something that I don't, I know what I like. You answering the question. See, you 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 tiptoeing around you, the question. I would be out. No, no. I would be out. I just said I but, would be out. But like I'm saying, he's a good dude. So just because his sex terrible, you better be out. Okay, so so, so you can't work on what you can't, percentage? You can't, you can't teach him. So what percentage of relationships are physical contact? Hell. So you in your relationship, mm-hmm. your marriage your girlfriend, your boo, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. There has to be an attraction there. If there is no attraction there, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen. You, you're not going to get far because well, that's where the cheating going to come in. Well, what I'm saying is you are attracted to him. Six months you're in a relationship with this dude. But Y'all done did a, that, everything that but had sex. A, Y'all did everything but had sex. And you right. think you love this dude. And then y'all get in that doggone bedroom and he just don't know what he doing. Now, you don't love him no more because he ain't know what he's doing. You don't like him no more. He ain't as fine as he was before no more because he don't know what he's doing in the bedroom. And vice versa with a woman, too. She ain't as fine like she used to be no more because she ain't know what she's doing in the bedroom. So usually, so you saying sex is more important than stability. Not necessarily. Because that's what you're saying. Well, well, see, <laughs> you what you just saying, But listen, though, you have, you, just keep in mind, you have to keep in mind most women already got their own stability. They already got their own stability. So we want men who already got it together. We don't want a fixer-upper. We don't want none of that. We want you to come already together. So Because you have to keep in mind, we in our 40s. If he don't know what he's doing by now, I don't have time to teach him. 
So you want a nigga to swing off the chandelier. She, she want a ready made. <laughs> exactly. You want a Mandingo warrior come in there and just pay up everything. Let's, let's be real, though. And he can just be. If you 40 at that age as oh, a yeah. man, you probably just got out of marriage. You probably ain't trying to settle down with nothing. You probably. I don't know too many. Well, I can't say that because I don't know too many. I don't, I don't know too many men that's 40 in their 40s that ain't been married and divorced and ain't thinking about got no relationship. They, True. Y'all, well, y'all may have been married or not, or y'all want to keep trying. Men done did it and they ain't trying to try. Or I ain't gonna say all of them, but a lot of them, they, it's like, look, shorty, I don't care what you talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was terrible and got mine, though. But these know? days, but these days, dudes get married now at 35, 40, anyway. They ain't getting married yeah, at, at 20, getting married 21, now. you know what I'm saying, at young age no more. They wait until, shit, they damn near old. But, I mean, statistics show that, you know, women are not getting married either, as far as African-American women, so to speak. But um, I do have another comment here. We got Kiana. What's up, Kiana? <laughs> Kiana, what's going on? She says, I do feel that most women are attracted to men that aren't ideal or go with someone um, who they already expect to be a certain way. Let me see. Because they believe they can morph that man that man into something greater. Morphing niggas now? Yeah. <laughs> Look here, we talk about Power Rangers. Hey, they gonna morph him into something that. So basically, she's saying the same thing that you know we as women, and I think that's part of the nurture in us. We are, you know, most well, I don't know now because these younger girls now they ain't nurturing nothing. You either got it or you don't, and they chasing that bag. So they're the two, the generations to make a difference. Let me talk to these damn young girls. <laughs> Let me get on their ass. Listen. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, y'all chilling right now. Y'all doing y'all thing. Y'all young. Y'all, y'all 18, 19, 20, 25, with all that kind of stuff. You know, your body just so wonderful. You know, it's so perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's perky here and there. After about a couple of them babies, in a couple of years of, you know what I'm saying, living life, about 35, when gravity started taking over and you can't um, maintain that weight no more, you're going to really see what it's hitting for. Mm. Really see what it's hitting for. Just your body and your looks ain't gonna be able to got dog gonna catch you no Absolutely. catch you no dude. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? You gotta be able to hold a conversation. You gotta yeah. be able to got dog bring something to the table. Yeah, that bait don't work no more. It yeah, work when you was in your twenties. That bait yeah. you gotta come up with some different. You gotta come bait up with something now. way different mm-hmm. when you're hitting thirty five. You gotta hold be able to hold a conversation. At least Absolutely. have a job, have something going on for yourself. Cause like I said, when you 18, 19, 20, you're just young, young and tender, running around here, and everybody trying to talk to you because you're so young. You're fine. You look so good. So that's exactly what I was saying about men. When you get to, just like you said, when they're young, everything is about attraction. So same thing with man, the man in the bedroom. When you're at a certain age, you don't want a fixer-upper. You want a man who is financially stable. He is responsible. He enjoys family. You know, the things, whatever it is you're looking for, you want that. You don't want somebody that you got to fix up this late in life. But we, but we supposed to? We supposed to want No, that that's your standard. You know what I'm saying? That's that's your your everybody has their own individual standards. Now if you decide to go below your standards, that's, that's on, on you. you. Yeah, but we gotta be realistic in this world as well. It's not too often we're gonna find our equal as far as you being independent, getting this money, and you find a guy independent all together getting his money. Y'all don't need each other. What, what y'all in love? Like what do y'all? A man has to. A, a lot of times, a man won't feel needed. 
And for a woman to Basically. be like that, woman got to turn it down. A lot of women don't know how to turn, turn it down, down. because yeah. they've been raised to be strong. So it's a double-edged sword, which is, I want my woman strong for sure. Right. But it's I, you can't ask. It's hard to ask a woman to be strong, but not too much. But let me do me. But kind of sl- call back a little bit. You know, it's mm-hmm. like where's the line at? So then, mm-hmm. it, you know, now she's confused. She's aggravated, and she go get her somebody she could control. Because a lot of real men, a lot of the stuff women be doing, like like uh, independent women, men not going for that. You know, certain things you can say and do to a certain type of men. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that's and I think that's a we got to be real about. Um, this this balance of who we say we want, who we in real life uh, deserve. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that, that's that's a difference. A lot of people want this, but are you show, are you putting that same out? Are are you that type of person that you want? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And then it's crazy because I see so many people talking about they want a relationship, they ready for a relationship, or they want this, they want that, but then. They don't take a look in the mirror. You know you're not ready for a relationship. <laughs> okay? If you living at home with your mama, how you talking about you want a relationship? First of all, you shouldn't be talking about you want a good man if you stay at home with your mama in the first place. Well, you ain't got your woman. stuff together. Man but, or woman. Man yeah, or woman. You talking about but you got to keep in mind too, though, back in the day, women stayed with their families until they got married. Okay, hold on. See, so, this way, this way, this way this shit get on my nerves. On one hand, you want to be independent. I want to be independent. I want to have my own. I got my own. I can do it by my damn self. And then on this hand, you want somebody to take you out of the damn rut and, and lift you up. Listen, Who said you, can't rut, have, you can't have it both ways. You can't live with your mama she and be out here looking for a good man. When she in the rut, rut. Yeah, she in the rut. You going with your mama. Not necessarily. Okay, listen, 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 if you're listen, young, if you listen. if you young, if you okay, young, like got, see, this is where we come back with the communication and, okay. and bringing it back down. Listen, because we finna get and in we, here. And we got to listen. I said back in the day. Oh, okay. Please women say that. stayed with their families until they got married, and then they moved out of their households. So now it is completely different. I understand that. I get that. But as you, as being a man of the household. If she's living with her parents and she's working, she's financially stable, she's saving, that's different. I'm talking about men in general because I see so many men want good women, but they're not ready to be head of the household. But they still not equally yoked. What I'm saying about equally yoked is, okay, he, he got his own career. He got his own job. He bringing his own money. She don't have her own career. She stay home with mom and daddy. So nine times out of ten, she stay home with mom and daddy. They take care of the mortgage and the light bill and putting food on the table. She's just there saving her money up. So she don't even know how to go out there and maintain a household by herself. So now when she get with him, he got to teach her because she don't know. So if she already had her stuff together, you know what I'm saying? She already had her apartment. She already had a car. She already had insurance. She already had everything by herself. She take care of that by herself. And then she meet a dude who got the exact same thing that she got. They can come together. And they can got doggone bills. But if if she down here living with mama, not paying no bills, and he paying all the got doggone bills, once he say, "Yo, I need help with these bills," I ain't got to pay no bills. My, my mama and dad took care of me. Yeah. You ain't you, you. I know what I noticed though is is dudes they self up like that. Though. Yeah. They really want to go get a girl that's like that. They complain when she, she don't when she, she don't she help when she don't help like bro mm-hmm. you, you, or she you, don't cook or she, or don't, she cook, don't clean. Like, you know, like, these, are, these are things you ain't look for. But yeah. as men, we get so sidetracked with it. With that look, that like, look. Cause, cause we go by the look, y'all like, visual people. You know, it's like, dang, but she look good. But we yeah. ain't like, dang, can she cook though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> can she? Oh, can she fold some clothes? You know, she you know how to wash them clothes. Uh, what you talking about? So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So how 
it's like these people don't know what they want. They're not having conversations to know exactly what they want. Yeah, I want a girl, but I want a girl to be able to cook, clean, and wash dishes. You can never ask this girl because she cook, clean, and wash dishes. You get in your house and she can't do nothing. That's because y'all are visual people. Y'all see what's on the outside. Oh. You don't take the time to see what's on the inside. Well, listen. So by the time you find out what's on the inside, it ain't nothing what you wanted. Send them all food in. Okay? It ain't, oh, it's mercy. totally not what you wanted. So that's why the communication plays a part. People, like, like, like Rebecca was saying, people are sleeping together too fast. And then talking about they want a relationship, but you don't know nothing about this person. So that that makes a difference. So, but I do want to share Uh-oh. something with you all. Um, I looked up um, seven roles a partner must play in order to have a successful relationship. So this is something you all should think about if you're in a relationship, or if you're um, thinking about getting married, any of those things. Think about is these qualities in your relationship because according to uh, statistics, these are seven things that your partner should have in order for you all to have a successful relationship. So one, they should be your best friend. Nobody should be able to come in and tear down that relationship. That should be your favorite person to be around. Two, they should be your psychiatrist. When I say psychiatrist, you have to be able to listen to their problems, be able to tell them and share, <clears throat> be comfortable enough let to them, share. Let them vent. Yeah, you got to be able to listen to them and let them vent um, and vice versa. Okay. Three, you have to be their nurse. When they are sick. Of course. You will make their food. You will attempt to nurse them back to good health, so forth and so forth. That's common sense. That's common Common sense ain't so common. (laughs) Okay. Four, you have to be a teacher. You have to be able to, like, if we're coming into relationships, we got to be able to teach each each other things. We all come and have different skills. We're capable of teaching each other. And five, you have to be a protector. Um, They have to feel safe. Well, that's, <clears throat> that's that's part of being a man anyway. We always, well, most men supposed to be protectors anyway. Absolutely. So that's how I was raised to be a protector anyway. So I don't know. I've um, seen, I've seen women in relationships who are not completely, you know, safe. Mm-hmm. When I say completely safe, they don't feel a sense of comfort, like um, security. Okay, because being safe is not just physical, you know, them protecting you out, like the security. Security, got you. Okay, so that's part of being a protector, too. You have to make your spouse feel safe being with you. Um, And six, sometimes you have to be able to be that teddy bear. A lot of people are not affectionate. Even if you are not the affectionate type, there are moments where you must be able to hug and snuggle with your partner. Now that one's going to make <clears throat> a lot of cats. A lot of cats I know ain't affectionate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not part of our makeup to be affectionate because we never was shown affection. 
Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So if you not you wasn't showing affection growing up, how can you show a woman affection now? You can learn it, try to learn it, but it's hard to try to learn it if you never witnessed affection. Like my mom was always working. So she ain't had time to hug and kiss on me because she was always gone working two jobs. Mm-hmm. So I got out of school, I made sure my brother and sister was straight. Make sure they were straight. And then when I got old enough to get a job, hell, I was gone too. So I might see my mom in passing. Like, mm-hmm. I get home at night, she be home, I speak to her, I get up and go to school the next morning, she already gone to work. You know what I'm saying? So I might see her in passing. So we didn't do a whole lot of hugging and kissing. I try to do that, but mm-hmm. it's hard. It's real hard if nobody never taught you or you've never been around somebody who's affectionate. You true, know what I'm saying? True, and I think that comes with, too, with getting older and, and, and your household, how you've been raised. I didn't, we weren't like very lovey-dovey type of family, but when I got older, I wanted to make sure that I told my kids. Like a lot of people didn't grow up where everybody was saying I love you on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? Just telling someone you love them. And one of the things I wanted to change with my kids is as they grew up, I always told them, as much as I could, every day I hugged them and I told them that I loved them. One of the things I never wanted my kids to do is me leave this earth and they not know that I love them. Not just my actions, but me being able to just say to them, I love you. Well, me, I don't really tell my kids I love them a lot. I do tell them, but I don't tell them like every day, all day. I think my actions of me being there and providing and making sure they're straight and giving them advice and fussing at them Shows them that I love them. I'm not the type that go around and just blurt out, I love you, mm-hmm. I love you, I love you. Nah, I'm not, not finna do all that, you know what I'm saying? But my actions, like, I'm there, right. you know what I'm saying? If you need some advice, I'm giving you that advice, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Son, that's not the right thing to do. Daughter, that's not the right thing to do. I'm showing you that I love you by giving you information that I learned through life, right. you know what I'm saying? Being there for you if you need me to be there. But me as a person of telling you I love you, be that's careful. Not me. Be careful with that one because <clears throat> you know that's your understanding. You know, what I'm that's how you understand it to be. And and how many movies have you seen where you know the kids grow up? Why you don't love me, man? You know, and I show you. Matter of fact, fences. These mm-hmm. watches. I got a yeah. roof over your head. I got this. I got that. But you never hugged me. You never told me you love me. So what I'm saying is, I understand that you got your parenting skills. You do. Yeah. You know, but. uh you know, just having a conversation with them saying, you know why I do this, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It didn't even got to be on some, hey, son, I love you. Have a good day. You know, it's just, you know, you know, like I pull my kids to the side. I, well, I'm loving them with my kids. They, I got two boys. And, and I show them, uh, you know, I show them love all the time. But it's, it's I do have talks with them like, now you know, you know, uh, you know why daddy doing this, right? Or whether I'm spanking them or whatever, digging them up. You know, hey, you know, I love you. I love you, son. That's why I do this. You know what I'm saying? That's why mommy, you know, mom, their mom is a nurse right now, so she never, she's never around because she's at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know your mama love you, right? You know, she. That, that's why she's gone right now. You know what I'm saying? To make sure, and, and just to instill that, that not just my actions, but that word love because it's needed today. That joint, that joint is needed in, in, in this, this era that we in the 2020. We don't, mm-hmm. well, you know, think about where we at right now and what's going on. Well, we don't even know. If it's going to be an August or, or a July or a December, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So every day, you know, that's how I always thought when I had my kids. Every day I'm singing to them, kissing them, loving them, making sure they know mm-hmm. if I die tomorrow that my dad loved me. You know what I'm saying? He taught mm-hmm. me a lot and he told me he loved me, hugged me. You know what I'm saying? And I, they got to feel that because it's world cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I, I, I don't think they don't 
know that I love them. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right, right. I'm not the type that just ain't the type it to say it. Right, yeah, right, you know right. what I'm saying? I'm not the type to say it. I'm a I'm an action dude. Like right. I'm not finna guy dog gonna keep telling you stuff, telling you stuff, telling you stuff. My actions don't show. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the my actions, match, yeah. Match so my actions show right. you that, yo, I, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I get down with you. I rock with you. So my actions gonna show that, not me just telling. I can tell you anything. I can tell you I love you to the moon and back, and we just don't give a damn about you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I, I'm not that type of person. I'm gonna show you that I care. I'm gonna mm-hmm. show you that I love you. I'm gonna show you that I'm here for you. If you need me to be here for you, I'm not just gonna get dog just say it just to say it. Right. I'm gonna show you with actions. So what about your women? Women, you ever heard? You, said, you know, you ever heard women say, you know, I just need to hear it sometimes. Or, you know, the women, they see what you're doing, but, you know, women like to hear that. They like to hear that they're beautiful. You know, you, we might say, girl, I'm with you, ain't it? You know, and, but that don't that don't register with her. She like, what? You know what I'm saying? It's, she want to hear it. She want to know. What about the women? Do you speak to the women? Or do you get the do you get that same vibe, I don't do this with the women, too? Kind of, sort of, in a way, because um, that's one of my issues, you know what I'm saying, expressing my emotions, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not the express the motion type of dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not me. Mm-hmm. Right. I grew up basically dolo. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, with me being dolo, by myself all the time, I didn't really have nobody to express, you know, love to. So, I keep it to myself. Now, if I love you, I love you. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's not even a question. But, I'm not the type to go out, just blurt it out, blurt it out, blurt it out. Now, you got to be somebody that I trust to the bone gristle. For me to tell you, I love you. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't trust you or rock with you like that, I'm not going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Even though if I might feel it in my heart that I do love you, if I don't trust you, you know it's what I'm saying? It's a whole other thing. It's a whole, I'm like, well, nah, I'm not going to not yeah. even go there with you because you might break my heart. I understand right. that. You feel right. me? So I kind of like hold my emotions to myself, you know what I'm saying? And I only tell certain people I love them. And, but I like I say, they got to be somebody I totally trust 100% because people, listen, People do your dog dirty wrong, oh, boy. Yes, nowadays, Ooh, yes. They do the dog Yes, team. absolutely. I think it seems like the the dating scene now is so crazy because it seems like everybody dating everybody. Right. Like you can't trust nobody. Like you wind up dating somebody, they done dated somebody you don't you know that you know and they know that that's your homegirl. That's your mm. you know, somebody you've been dealing with or kicking it with, mm. or somebody that's in your inner circle, and they are still trying to holler at you. I just it's just like the moral code is out the window. Like when I grew up, and even to this day, I don't want no man that's been with one of my homegirls. Um, I'm not gonna pursue no man that's been with one of my homegirls. And I think that's one of the things now that that moral code is is out the window. Like there's no, there's no, <clears throat> there's no code anymore. You know right, what I'm saying? Like right. it just, I don't know what's going on now. Everybody want to be in a relationship. Everybody trying to be safe. It's, Everybody it's be crazy. Loved. Like like you said, if you my homeboy, under no circumstances, your baby mama, your girlfriend, whoever I don't know you can deal with, it's off limits. That's my right. sister. That's my right. that's my friend, my cousin, Absolutely. whoever. So that's off limits. But some cats don't ride by that same rule. A lot of them don't. Listen, they'll backdoor you in your face. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And act like, y'all ain't together. What? We was together. You get to telling her everything that that y'all rock, that y'all did. Man, cats don't live by the same code no more. It's supposed to be a a bro code. Just like there was a sister code. Like, we did not overstep our friends. But We did not do that. Now, I see, I've... I've had a conversation with a lady where 
a guy was trying to talk to her, and she knew that he had messed with her friend. And I'm like, so what you want him for? Because, it, 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 but you know what? Beneficial. It's, See, this, this, this is a problem that I have with some women. He going to help me with this one. Who's this friend? Uh-oh, call, I, ain't, call, call. I ain't going to do that. Anyway, <laughs> <clears throat> this was going on. Say, for instance, you dating a dude. And you go up to your friend, you tell your friend every little thing about him. That's why you don't do it. Listen, <laughs> but, but listen, mm-hmm. but your friend know, mm-hmm. hell, you ain't shit. So now, you dating a dude that's perfect for me, but you ain't shit. So why not? Why can I date him? You out here doing your thing. Why can I date him? Because that's your friend. No, wait, 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 wait. I understand. Up, you, up, I, I understand what you're saying. So listen but to this. I'm looking. I'm talking about the mentality of some some women do that. No, no, <laughs> some women no. do that. Okay, men do it too my, now. Let me tell men you something. Men do it too now. Let me tell you something. If that's my friend, we're not talking about associate, not homegirl. No, we're talking about friends. She has been there through the thick and the thin. Okay, that's to me. That's another problem. People use friend. Too lightly now. Everybody's a damn friend. No, everybody is not a friend. Amen. Okay? So I know the difference. I know who's my friend. I know who's my associate. I know who is my club buddy. I Every person that is in my life has a role. Just like you have your roles in relationships, you have your roles with friendships. Because everybody is not your friend. So exactly. my thing about that is, if someone is my friend, I don't care what that man has. He is off limits. If he's been with my friend, if he's tried to holler at my friend, but he is off limits. That's you. And that's what's wrong with That's the standard world. you hold. <laughs> that's not standard. She necessarily holds. She might be like, shit, fuck it. We, we cool. She might think of her as a friend. She might think of you if we just cool. No, 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 no. I've never had any friends that did that because we live by the same code. I've seen associates who do that. But like I said, if you have a real friend or ride or die, most of the time y'all think alike, y'all. Y'all have the same moral code, period. Sometimes. Mm. Everybody got that one friend you be like, watch this motherfucker. I don't care who it is. You might have five homegirls. Hey, Sherry. Or five homeboys. (laughs) You got that one homeboy you got to watch. I don't care who it is. Everybody click got one person you got to watch in your click. So let me ask you this. With that being said, if you know you got a dirty, low-down dog in your circle, mm-hmm. do you bring your woman around him? No. <laughs> but this is what you do. This this is what you do. You're supposed to inform your woman, listen, this homeboy here straight, this homeboy here straight, but that nigga there, watch him. <laughs> you got you you have to yes. let her know because you don't let her know when he come at you, come at her sideways, she can know how the guy dog combat it. You right. feel me? Right. If he coming at her sideways behind your back and she don't tell you about it, well, hold on, that's a whole different animal. Cause I had some homeboys that a got dog on, you know, get behind your back and talk to your girl and she wouldn't say nothing and he wouldn't say nothing until he don't smash. But see, when I don't see, so, I can't have no partner like that. Let, exactly. Can't, can't. And that's what I'm saying. That's that, what I'm saying. That's but, not a friend. But see, that comes with, you know, when you're young, you got homeboys like that. Mm-hmm. So it comes with growth. When, once I grew right. up and understood, you know what I'm saying, like, man, I need Stop hanging about this dude because it's gonna cause confusion. But before that, listen, anything goes. You right. know what I'm saying? He was one of those dudes that'll backdoor you in your face. Yeah. 
They wouldn't care nothing about it. Look, we're going to give a little shout out to Miss Debbie. Hey, Debbie from Rhode Island. Hey, Debbie, what's going on? What's up, Debbie? <laughs> and uh, uh, hey, Sherry. Sherry, we went to uh, Irmo High School together. What's up, Sherry? Sherry? She is saying, why has the rules changed? And she's right. Back in the day, there was a moral code that you just didn't cross. And that's part of the problem. Like, women not sticking together now. And you, uh, back to allowing men to do what they want to do. Women, um... Well, y'all can't stick together. Y'all too jealous of each other. Yeah, you feel... Do, yeah. Y'all jealous about the smallest stuff. Do y'all feel y'all in competition? Because yeah. I, I, I get I that vibe. I don't do that. I don't well, do I know, that. I know, Terry. I know you, I don't do that. You're the one percenter, though. Let you, me tell you something. I stay in my lane. I don't worry about what other people are doing. Because guess what? At the end of the day, if if you have to compete with your friends, they're not your friends. That's what I'm saying. You... You should be able to go out with your homegirls, have a good time. I don't care what they doing and who they doing it with. Mm-hmm. We laugh, we talk, we have a good time. We laugh and joke about things and so forth and so forth. But I'm never in competition with my friends. But this is not the 80s and the 90s no more. This is 2020. But what are you competing for? So this is what, ladies, if y'all are tuned in, what are you competing for? Um, I don't understand what a, no friendship should be a competition. No friendship should be a competition. I don't. I don't understand what you're competing for. It's always competition. But what are you competing it's for? Always Do competition. Do you and your homeboys compete? No, because you my homeboys like two different things. You feel me? So. But I'm sure there's something that y'all are friends because you have something in common. Okay. True, right? but we like two different. Types of women, mm-hmm. so I like this type. He might like this type, so we don't have no no reason to clash because what he like I don't like, what I like he don't like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to pick your friends, like like a chess move. You just can't have checker friends that do any old thing. <laughs> well, you know when, what I'm saying? When I was younger and I was in the mix, you know, young whippersnapper, we we had competition. Like, but it wasn't like it was like, it was like man, who gonna man look shorty right there? Let's see, you know, we we had those type of like it wasn't like a jealousy thing. Like we were like, bro, you, it was bro, who could get her. Was, it was like who could get her. But if he First. did get it, like bro, you, bro, you lame. Was it? You know, it was it was fun. It wasn't like a I gotta go get a bigger butt. I gotta go do this. I gotta and I, and 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 women. I'm not saying that's what y'all do. I'm just I'm just using that as an example. It's like it's not. Cause even with shoes, sneakers, you know, bro, I gotta get the, I gotta get, I gotta get them jays. Oh, bro, I ain't get them jays. I gotta get those. It, but it's not a hate thing. It's more so like a competition. Like, bro, I got these. Or it, it, I don't know. I can't really explain it. Like, I, I, I just, think everybody I see, in competition. I see that. I see hate with I, when I see women. I be seeing hate with women. Like, like, like yeah. real live hate. That's true. Like, That's like, true. Like women can't see another one walk down the street and she beautiful and say. But She's why beautiful. not? Why I, not? I give women complica- uh, um, you know, a compliment all the time. If her hair looks good, mm-hmm. if her makeup looks good, if she got a pair of shoes I got on, or girl, that shape is bad. Like, it's nothing wrong with giving a woman a compliment. Because, again, you in your lane. If you're confident in who you mm-hmm. are as yes. a woman, it don't matter what other women are doing, you're going to shine. Mm-hmm. So why the competition? I don't understand it. But... I'm gonna get back to these seven roles as a partner because uh, we we left off the seventh thing, the seventh item that a partner has to have in order to have a successful relationship. And I think we have already discussed like the man being the head of the household. Mm-hmm. Um, if a woman works, her money is her money, but still contributes to the household. But hold on, hold what, on, hold on. What you say? Wait, wait, wait. What you say? Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish. Yeah, yeah. And then you can come back 
come back. So hurry up. Number seven. <laughs> number seven is they have to be equal. Um, this is a role your partner must consistently play if you want your relationship to last. Doesn't matter who makes the most money, you still have to feel like an equal. Damn all that. Go back to the part where you we probably you said your money is your money. She I said it's go, so smooth. Yeah, go back to that. You you're not gonna run run past that like old boy said. You're not gonna run, run past that. Slide that in there. No, hell no. So who money? Who money? So you stated that you pay all the bills. No, I did not stay. I pay all the bills. I pay not, not all the, the bills, but the the major the bills, bills, the, the okay. mortgage things of that nature. Okay. And your woman works. Mm-hmm. So, what does her money? How does her money pay play a factor in y'all household? She take care of the miscellaneous stuff, like uh, toiletries. Uh, the kids need shoes. Kids need clothes. Uh, when she shopping, you no know, stuff like this is for the house, you know what I'm saying? But the man's supposed to take care of the majority of the major bills. That's how I grew up. So that's how we, we sat down, we had a discussion, this is how we're going to do things. And then that's how we do it. But my thing is, her money shouldn't be just her money. No, you know I didn't mean it like they, that. I was you said funny. it like that. Oh, I'm going to say shouldn't be just her money because my no. money ain't just my money. Right. My money right. is community money. You know what I'm saying? Right. For the whole household. So her money should be for the household too. Absolutely. It's so, a team effort. It's uh, a team okay. effort. I'm and that goes sure. back to being equal. No matter who makes the most money. And that's where a lot of, I think uh, they say like divorce rate is so high because of financial now mm-hmm. it don't have it it's not the majority cheating and things like that it's the financial portion why divorce rates are so high now so exactly so so let me ask you this so in a relationship should you have a joint bank account yes you should have a joint bank account and you should have your own personal bank account Okay, so that joint bank account should it be for the household bills? I, I don't, I'm gonna say my own because I don't agree with that no more. As okay. I, as I've been married and divorced, I don't agree with that no more. Okay, mm. say what you think about. I, it. I feel like you talking about union and yoke. I just feel like whatever y'all make should go into one pot, and as and we actually sit down, and because we got because we we work on our relationship, but we don't work on our finance. You got to actually be vested in every part of your relationship, not just getting along, because that's all we really. Best in, don't cheat, get along, and, and see each other when we see each other. We got to talk about finances, too. So mm-hmm. my thing is if we equally yoked and I make all decisions from the tower where I'm consulting with my woman, why do we got, it's hard. Like, think about the finances. It had those people put their money together and didn't look at it like this is mine, this is mine, but you mine, too. And if we just put it all together, does, what financial issues can we have? You know what I'm saying? You make this much money, I make this much money. It gets direct deposited. We make five, six grand a month. Our bills is three grand. We know where the money going. We know what's doing. If I want to do something on a sneak tip, baby, I'm going to take 300 out. Nah, baby, remember I checked. I did the balance. You know, y'all talking. Y'all getting it. Y'all but we, but why why we want why we want to be in a relationship and be yoked and married and building and business, and but we doing personal stuff? That just confuses things because now there's a there's a, a, a entitlement issue like okay well you making this much if everybody's splitting everything who who mad about what she don't feel less than that she contributed and he don't feel like he doing all the work 
we got it all in the same pot. I think a part a part of that. So Sherry is saying no joint account, no joint account. So my thing is this: um, where the problem is is if I have a shopping habit and we got a joint account, and I'm buying shoes, I'm doing. Am I supposed to ask you before I buy them shoes? Yes, we supposed to consult because if I had a cheating problem, y'all wouldn't rock with that. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't rock with that. So let's talk about it. We're not gonna just use one side and say, "Oh, I got a spot." No, shorty, you need to get that under control. You my woman. We supposed to build. No, you need to get that. Like I can't just be saying. I mean, I get it. You know, that's what the dating phase for, baby. Hey, let me what, let me see your, let me see your checkbook. Let me let me see if you've been working on what I. Well, you know, if he's if he's good with money. You know, let me see if you know what, what you what you done cop, and then you just work it like, well, baby, okay, look, you you cop two things a month. You know, we gonna try to break this down. You helping her, you, she's helping you. You may lack in something where she can help you in, but I just don't think that she got to spend the habit now, huh? You know, cause then that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? If, if it becomes something that's over constantly, like you keep blowing the money, that's not a woman I want to be with, cause she's not trying to. She first of all, she don't allow you to leave. Because she ain't listening to nothing you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me this. It's an impulse. You know, mm-hmm. I just shopaholics. It's an impulse. You're saying, fuck me. I'm going to spend this money on these shoes. And, and that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I'm not dealing with that. But at the end of the day, you talking about marriage union. I'm going to take care of you forever. I feel like there should be no secret. Like, that's why I know I ain't ready for marriage. I'm not ready for none of that. Because mm-hmm. I'm not willing to give that much up of me. And 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 these are the things... People want to be married in union, but they want to take from what they want to, they want to keep their own, like, you know, their own identity. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's, bro, you, it's two. That's what it is. Y'all become one. But my thing is, if you, I like to shop too. I love to shop. Mm-hmm. And my old lady like to shop too. Mm-hmm. So we go ahead, we put our money a month into a pot. This is the money for the bills. This is our bill money. Now I got my own little savings account. She got her own little savings account. Now what I do with my savings account? Go that's shopping. That's my my business. And what she do with her savings account? That's her business. As long as them bills pay, as long as I come home, I ain't got no note on my door saying um, <laughs> you're gonna get evicted. As long as my lights on, my cable on, I got food in the refrigerator. Oh, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm Gucci. We straight in there. But I like to shop. She like to shop. So you know what I'm saying? You so put you your money have to the side. Have a separate account. I, Cause I like to I like to go periodically. You know what? I want to get them J's. I'm gonna go get them J's. I'm not gonna ask you. Can I have no J's? I work too. You know what I'm saying? So I got my money put to the side to go get me some J's or get me a T-shirt or get me whatever I want to get. I put that money to the side like a little savings account mm-hmm. for me to splurge on whatever I want to splurge on. And she can splurge on what she want to splurge on. But at the end of the day, we got a budget. These bills got to come first. So before I even got doggone put any money to the side, I got to put this money in this pot. Make sure these bills get situated. And we got like a little savings. So I put a little extra for our savings for a rainy day just in case something happened. Like what's going on now? Mm-hmm. If I didn't save, we didn't save during the year, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have no money to deal with the stuff going on now. Because now what's going on is we don't even have no income coming in. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And the government talking about they're going to give us the stimulus this and stimulus that. <laughs> they ain't gave us nothing yet. So we've been out of work two, three weeks. If we didn't have our savings that we put together for the whole year, mm-hmm. we'd be stuck somewhere. Right. Complaining. Absolutely. You feel Absolutely. me? So we already got our stuff situated. So now we got our money situated over here. I got a little money to the side. I done saved so I could do extracurricular stuff with that I want to do. And she could do the same thing. You saying everybody put everybody money in, in together. You got to ask, can you have something? No, but ain't that what you said? You said you put it all in a pot, right? And put it in a pot. That's that's for the bills. Yeah. This is for the bills and put a little but bit. But they still have their separate, their separate accounts. savings accounts. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it's the same. If you think about it, it's the same thing. Because if we're if I'm putting all of it in a pot, seven grand, our bills come out to three grand, it's four grand. Whether we want to make our own savings for don't touch this, put a thousand in there, we still okay. equally got we still equally once, got three thousand to spend once on what I put spend on. my thirty five hundred in and she put her thirty five hundred in yeah. and our bills is five thousand, mm-hmm. the rest of the money, savings. Mm-hmm. Now what I, my other money to the side. That's my money. I get to play with that money and do what I want to do with that money. Yeah, but where did, these bills where did that come from, though? You say you're 2500 that y'all that y'all put in savings. Well, y'all put all 35 in. Where did the money from your savings come from? Okay. Somebody going to be putting in more than others. That's what I'm saying. That, right. That's the point I'm trying to make. No, 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 no. No, this, no, that's not how I'm saying. Okay, at the end of the month, our bills is $5,000. Okay. I'm going to put in 3500 okay. She's going to put in 3500 Right. Go to these bills. Whatever's mm-hmm. going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Her part of the bill is my part of the bill. That money's in there. So my part of the bill is whatever it is. Her part of the bill is whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever left over, that goes to the savings. Okay, got it. You feel got me? It. I might make $5,000 myself. But I'm taking 3500 out of my 5000 okay. and putting it in the bills. I got you. And got she's it. taking you know, I got you. and putting it into the, the 3500 whatever's left over whatever left after over, the bills goes into the savings. savings. See, got now, it. Now, see got I'm it. with that. That makes sense. Okay, you I thought you were saying. Oh, no, 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 no. So we do it like that. So now... We need something for the house, like some some the the water water heater break, mm-hmm. the air conditioning break, something breaks. We got insurance on it, but we gotta pay the debt down deductible. Mm-hmm. We can go in the money, we save it up, pay the uh-huh. deductible, right. and we straight. Not right. y'all spending accounts. Now nah, spending accounts. Now okay. if I'm gonna go out here and buy a damn top hat, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I can't go in this money to get the top hat. Mm-hmm. I didn't have money put to the side for this damn top hat. Mm-hmm. Your savings. My savings. So that's how we operate at my house. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm with that. that. I'm with that. That makes sense. Absolutely. I agree. So when it comes to relationships and the roles that you play in your relationships, who should be um, the partner who does the discipline? The kids? Yeah, with the kids. Who is the person that does the discipline? Um... In my household, I'm the disciplinarian. I'm the one that comes in fussing and cussing and make everybody get right. Mm-hmm. Now, when she starts fussing, it done going over the top. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, like if she coming there fussing about something, it just went to the point of, listen, y'all ain't listening. Y'all not doing what y'all supposed to do. I'm going to start fussing. So my kids understand that, listen, if I come in there, like, y'all need to do X, Y, and Z because if she starts fussing, it's a whole different animal. So they <laughs> so they go in there and they be like, all right, I got your pop. And they go ahead and do what they're supposed to do because we don't want unleash this animal no, walking through the door, <laughs> fussing, screaming, right, and hollering. Right. You feel me? So I try to talk to them, sit them down, have a conversation with them before she gets to them because if she gets to them, it's, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. So I tried to be the disciplinarian, but I'm mostly, since my boys are older now, they're like 14 well, 15 and 16. I have my nephew there, too, so he's like 16. So the three of them in there. I try to talk to him like a friend so they can understand what's going on. I done been through this. I did this. I did that. I try to talk to him, get him to understand. But you know boys don't listen. They oh, do what they want to do. They're hard here. They want to see it for themselves. Mm-hmm. So once I done gave them the, the business and tried to get dog on educate them, mm-hmm. they do it on their own. I kind of like sometimes I let, let back and let her cuss them out because mm-hmm. I tried to tell you. Trying to teach you that that's not what you're supposed to do, but since you don't want to do that, I'm gonna let her. I leave back sometimes, like, you know what? I'm gonna let her get on it behind this time 
because they didn't want to listen. So it depends on the circumstances mm-hmm. and what's going on. But usually I'm the one that's laying down the law. Yeah, I find that when it comes to the, the role in the parenting portion that both parents have to be together because kids will try and play you. Mm-hmm. They will try and play you against each other. So I think it takes both parties, but they have to be a equal party, meaning that y'all got each other back. Because, like, say, for instance, I may go to my dad. And, no, no, so say I want a cookie, for instance, as a kid. I ain't going to go to my mama because I already know she's going to say no. So I'm going to go to my dad because I know he's going to be like, go on and get that cookie. So that's where... And then your dad get cussed out because <laughs> he was supposed to tell you to get the cookie. Right, right. So there, that's that. where I say that both parties have to be a equal standing discipline portion where the kids can't take advantage or play the parents against each other. But see, kids so slick. Yes. What they'll do is they'll have you in a whole totally different room or not even at the house at the time, ask you a whole different question and then go ahead and do it. And then by the time... The other parent found out they done did it. Well, Pop said, or Dad said, I can do it. Now, y'all in there arguing because you didn't confide with her. Well, hell, my I ain't know. So now y'all in there fussing about some shit that they done did, but you didn't know. You done got caught up in the rapture because these kids being slick. Right. So now you're supposed to stop what you're doing. Let me call your mom and make sure you can do this. Right. Then to make you seem like less than a man, well, damn, Dad. Supposed to be the man of the house. They play no, like they, they play I, like to, that. To me, that makes the man of the house unified. No, the kids. No, play, don't. The kid players. The kid the players. Kid players. You can't, you can't, no, you can't <laughs> kids play the hell out you. But you can't let the kids play the, play you. You got to show that you are a unified team. They already know that if they <laughs> ask you something, well, I know he gonna ask Mama anyway, so they gonna come correct. Damn, how kids work. <laughs> you know if they, they, see you as a, they if they see you as a unified team. Now if they know they can get over on one parent more than the other, that's the parent they gonna go to. Well, they get up on me all the time. <laughs> so I be trying to get out my damn face. Like, can I have? Like, yeah, man, bye, go on, go find something to do. So I tell them, yeah. Next thing I know, I'm getting cussed out. I told them they couldn't do such and such. My bad, I had shit. I ain't know. <laughs> so I'm I'm that parent. All right, all right. Well, we had a good discussion today on roles and relationships, and we're going to um, get ready to chop it up and end it. Uh, looks like we've been here about an hour and 30 minutes having a good conversation about roles and relationships. Um, we would love for everybody who is tuned in. Hey, Chanda. Um, we would love for everybody to like and share, like and share, definitely like and share um, the broadcast this week. Um, we will be back again next Wednesday with a different discussion. Um, so definitely like and share. Um, share with your friends. Get them to come in and join in the conversation. As you see, we're getting your feedback, getting your comments. Um, if there's any discussions that you want to have or any topics that you would like us to discuss, definitely put it in the comments. We will we will get it. We will come back on a, another Wednesday night and have these discussions but before we close we want to give y'all y'all closing we got flack here we want to let you close and say what you think your role in your relationship what you want your role in your relationship to be Uh-oh. i don't want a relationship <laughs> it's too work it's too much work that i'm not willing to put in but uh 
Nah, on a, on everybody wants somebody, bro. In yeah, the city. you ain't oh, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna want to die on, by yourself. But, like but on my own terms. See, hey, right. hey, you know, I, on my terms, I think. Okay, so on your terms, if you were in a relationship, mm. what would you want your role in that relationship to be? My role, you know, the typical role. My role would be, uh, you know, providing, lead, uh, teaching these, these young boys how to be men um, and leading by example, for sure. And, uh, you know, I don't really get into the whole who paying what, but you know, just leading that woman to to success, building and and staying true to my word with with that woman to where that woman could just be like, you know what, that's my man. Mm-hmm. I, I I ride for him. You know, I'm there with him all the time because I ain't never thought I ain't never stayed around. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one thing as a man I can admit that there's probably not no woman out there that can say that <laughs> because <laughs> I wasn't the best. You know, I'm learning. I'm right. young. You know what right. I'm saying, but. Uh, definitely. That's that's what that's definitely what my role would be. Okay. Awesome. All right. Hot boy. I appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Come back anytime, bro. Anytime. We have a bunch more conversations like this. We need to pick a new topic for next week. Yeah, we we'll take care of that. We we want uh, our our viewers on Instagram and on Facebook. Y'all put in what y'all want our next topic to be. Um, let us know what you want to talk about. Um, but what do you? But you've shared a lot with us. Um, and as a man, what do you feel your most important role in your relationship is? My most important role, I think, is um, provide stability. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? A nurturing relationship where I make sure I provide, take care of, support. You know what I'm saying? Make sure everybody in my household has everything they want, need, and desire. Um, like I said, I'm not the type of person that mm, wears my emotions on my sleeves like that. You know what I'm saying? Go around telling you I love you to stand other, but I'm going to show you by actions. I'm an action person. So I'm going to go out there and bust my behind six days a week. I'm going to go out there and make sure I do everything I'm supposed to do so my family understand that I'm doing this because I love them. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, me going out here just – Saying a whole bunch of stuff is not what I do. I'm an action person, so my family knows how I get down. They know that I'm going to get up every day and do what I'm supposed to do for them. So hopefully they know I love them. So if y'all watching, I love y'all. You got to be saying this stuff on live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Everything I do is for y'all, you know what I'm saying, for my family. So, you know what I'm saying, I just rock like that, you know. Old country boy from the Hopkins, South Carolina, Hopkins stand up. Yes, sir, Hopkins stand up. You know what I'm saying? I had to represent y'all. So um, I'm just trying to be a good man. You know what I'm saying? Be a good dude. Try to provide and, you know, try to lead by example. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically me in a nutshell. What about you? What about you, ma'am? Well, for me, um, Uh I'm I'm, I'm a very emotional person. I'm nurturing. I like to cook. I like to clean. I can't be in no dirty household. I like to attend all the kids' events. I'm a supporter. Um, I grew up in a household where my dad was a leader. So, And I find myself even in relationships. Now, I didn't understand when I was younger. But as I got older, I understood the role that my father played in our household. And I find myself even now in, in meeting men that I compare them to my father, meaning not him as a person, but the responsibilities that he took on. And if you are not where you should be, I don't even want to talk to you. So I feel like I'd rather stay single 
than tolerate and deal with bullshit. So, and and I understand that 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 concept of building men. Yeah, if he gives you something to work with, but he has to give you something to work with. I have I have grew up with a father who has showed me what a man is supposed to be in your life. And they're not supposed to come in the door. Like my, my dad always said, he ain't supposed to come in the door empty handed. Only thing I say about that is there's no man that's going to equal up to your dad. <laughs> None. I'm sorry. Because the way you portray your dad is like, he was your, your, your whole house, everything. You know what I'm saying? He was the matriarch. No, he, he made wasn't. sure. He, he took care of us. So, but th- you, so say, you, do you think you're going to find somebody in today's time? That I don't can need even... someone to take care of me. I have my own. But what I look for is character. I look for character. What type of person are you before anything? Because in this day, on? you talk, you communicate. Some You'd be surprised like how many men, how they approach you, one. Yeah. How they talk to you, too. How they handle you. How they have, how their relationship is with their kids. Those are things we don't look at. I don't want a man who don't take care of his kids. If you can't take care of your own kids, what you gonna do for mine? You can't be a role model for my kids if you don't take care of your own kids. True. So when I say I look at, um, I compare men to my father, I mean like characteristics. You have to have manly characteristics. You don't have to be able to change the oil, but dang it, you better know where to go to take it to get the oil changed. You know what I'm saying? And I understand men now are not like men then where they did everything. They fixed, they repaired, they did. But you, my mom ain't never had to touch her vehicle. And the service always was done on it. My mom ain't never had to make sure the piping, if the pipe in the wall got busted or whatever, that wasn't her job. That was my dad's job. Cutting the grass, making sure the yard is taken care of. She didn't have to touch the trash can. There are just certain things that, as a woman, you shouldn't have to do. The same way you come home and you expect your woman to be able to cook, clean, take care of the household, manage the kids. It's just certain things that I think should fall under tradition. And we've gotten so far away from tradition that that's why that the world is the way it is now. But be careful when you say you want somebody like your dad. Because no, 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 the, no. The characteristics not- you are saying... Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know no dudes. And that's that's one hundred. But look, that's one hundred. I don't know no dudes what type like that. Of woman was your, you know, it, I I get it. You want this guy? I get it. But like I said, I think women play an integral role in men doing stuff like that. Like it was easy to do stuff like that for your mom. Your mom was a good woman. That's that's like right. I feel like I feel like it's not just he's just ready made. I mean, I don't even like have a real conversation with your mom about when they first met. He may have been doing that, but I feel like women bring something out. Like he had something to do that for. A lot of the women that, you know, you when you I ain't think, got nothing to bring that to do that type of stuff for, you ain't even mm-hmm. on that freak. You're not even thinking like that. Like, you barely you barely like the girl you with. You feel Basically. what I'm saying? So it's like. So if you if you don't demand, if your mom didn't demand more, he wouldn't have did more. Exactly. So what we're saying That's is. That's my point. So if, if y'all not demanding more, they're not going to do more. A dude going to do what you allow, allow him to them do. To do. I and I agree with that. And that's why I am single. Because I'm not going to tolerate no bullshit. Amen. Period. Well, uh, Period. 
Well, you, you, mm. you got to have your stuff together. I don't want no ready-made man. Not at 40, nah, nah. You should have your stuff together. Shout out Listen. to Mr. Jackson, man. Shout out. Because, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like he Papa Jackson. <laughs> What's up, Papa Jackson? What happened, Phil? But, yeah, and, and that's my state of mind when it comes to that. Even down to his grandchildren. He's involved with his grandchildren. Those are things that, like, we have steered away mm-hmm. from family values. Period. And you wonder why these kids out here running around shooting and killing each other, doing all kinds of things that they have no business doing. Because we don't have family, like simple dinner together. Those things, you think about growing up in your childhood. We used to be, we couldn't wait to get outside and play. You don't see kids playing outside no more. You don't. We couldn't wait to get outside and get on our bike. We'd get home, do that homework, and we out the door. We knew to be home before that streetlight came on. But we was outside playing with all the other neighborhood kids. Just to be outside was listen. Exactly. <laughs> These behind kids ain't going out the door. <laughs> they want to play video games. They want to watch TV. They want to be on the YouTube. They want to exactly. be on TikTok. Even it's though I'm going to blame YouTube off the subject. <laughs> Everybody's like, you always on TikTok. You always on TikTok. She got me on TikTok. <laughs> promote, promote the show. Get on TikTok. Promote the show. Let get on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, so I get on TikTok, promote the show, and God dog gonna fell in love with it. Now I'm getting blamed. Like you yeah. always on TikTok. TikTok is the shit. I like TikTok. I ain't <laughs> gonna say me, they, DJ, and Kiki done the TikTok video. I like TikTok. They drags me about the TikTok. And I like social media, but I don't let social media. I don't let the internet and things like that consume my life. You still got to be able to have a conversation with someone. People live their lives through. You know what the problem is? People could be someone different in social media than they are in real life. And that's part of the problem. Everybody who's on social media are not being themselves. True. You see what I'm saying? It's a front sometimes for some people. Some people could easily be Big and bad on social media, but when you see them in person, they ain't got that same energy. So it, it it's just the keyboard bullies. You exactly, call them? Yeah, exactly, bullies. exactly. So I think it's just a lot of things that we grew up with, and and it changed with every generation. It changed with every generation. Our parents wanted more for us than they had. We grew up the same way. We wanted more for our kids, and we tend to. What happened is we started spoiling our kids instead of making them earn things. Amen. So now we got a society of kids who feel privileged, like they're supposed to have. When that's not the case, they're not supposed to have nothing but that roof over their head, them clothes and that food on the table. That's what a parent is supposed to do and stability. When you have those extras, that's because parents are doing that because they love you. They want you to have those extras. But if you don't deserve them, you shouldn't have them. Hope my kids listening and watching. Because, listen, they think they're supposed to have every new shoe that come out, every pair of jeans, every this and other. Listen, I have the job. Right. I go to work every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm busting my behind so you can look like somebody. Appreciate that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. All you got to do is go to school and do your work. That's it. And stay That's out of your trouble. That's your only job. That's your only stay job. Stay out of trouble. Stay thought, out of trouble. I thought that job was so hard in high school. Guys. Mm-hmm. You want me to do what? I loved high school. You want me to get good grades too? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I got to stay out of trouble and get good grades. <laughs> you can get one of them. You can get both of them now. Yeah, you, need right. to pick a, you need to pick one. Right. Is that um, speaker on? Mm. But we're going to uh, go ahead and end this session with Fish and Grits right quick uh, so we can stop the recording. And we'll still be recording on Facebook, but we're going to end right quick. Um, with uh, 
our logo. From the 803. Fishing grits. It's time for fishing grits. They so lit. You talk about it, they come with it. Ain't no topic that's off limits. Stay tuned in. It's all business.